What's the matter with me podcast? The Dad Podcast. My name is John. I'm 43 years old. Husband, father, small business owner, radio DJ, podcaster. And I have multiple sclerosis, so I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. Share how I'm happening and what I'm not a doctor. Don't take this for medical advice. If you need medical advice, ask your healthcare provider. My friend works as a lawyer at Valley Transportation Administration in San Jose. That's the people who run the buses. Oh yeah, and the light rail. He's a bus lawyer. Shout outs. Shout outs to Claude Hopper. He listened to the whole podcast. This is the 197th episode and there's something like 81 hours of this. So congratulations, I guess, are in order for Claude Hopper. Check it out. Claude Hopper is training to be a KFJC DJ. He's training with Dangerous Dan with two D's for a double dose of the Dangerous Dan. Claude Hopper, it's the show he's on, it's called Sunday Morning Coming Down, Sunday Morning from 9 a.m. to noon on 89.7 FM KFJC.org. I went to Walmart again, I went to Walmart for white t-shirts. Did your delivery driver go above and beyond? Someone emailed me that the other day. I was like, are you kidding? He brought me the stuff. Or she, they brought me the stuff. That's, there's no above and beyond. Just bring it. Like, it's insulting to be like, did your delivery driver go above and beyond? It's like, that's not what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to make the delivery. I don't want them doing above and beyond. What does that mean? When a delivery driver has gone above and beyond, that sounds like a problem. I got the delivery last week. We have new hopping hot sauce. I'm so, I'm just over the moon, tickled pink, loving it. I'm back in business. I have hopping hot sauce, original flavor. And extra hot, 64 ounce original flavor for food service, man. That's where it's at. I got it all. And I sent eight cases of sauce out to Amazon. So we're back on Amazon. Original and extra hot. Search it up, man. I'm there. And then we sent, we had a bigger order. We sent 18 cases to Williams Sonoma's Western region. So it's like we got an order. We filled it. I read that. Remember I was telling you about that. You have to go to college to fulfill an order from one of these big companies because they have all that. Now I have to 
go to accounting college to figure out how to invoice them exactly how they want it. Anyway, we're in, we're there. We're in Amazon and Williams-Sonoma. I think they've got it all by now. So I think it's probably going out. Let's play the jingle. Hopping hot sauce. It's the best hot sauce. Hopping hot sauce. It's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. The jingle is the thingle. You know, it's a shout out to Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona, Williams, Sonoma's got a hopping hot sauce. And there's a great more Seattle, Washington. A bunch of them have it. That reminds me I gotta hit the statistics. Alright, it's happening. Last week we had the UK. Shout outs to Germany, Thailand, all about SF, LA, Detroit, Michigan, Portland, Grand Junction, Idaho Falls, Boston, Indianapolis, and DC. Shout outs. I see you. I see you out there. Shout outs to the people who listen to What's the Matter with Me. If you figured it out, I'll give you a shout out. What's the Matter with Me? Email J O H N at H O P P I N W O R L D dot com. That's John at hoppinworld.com. I went to Walmart again. I mean, it was 120,000 square feet. All right. June 24th by Alex Marshall, the most real in the New York Times, the most real Richard III there's ever been. The Royal Shakespeare Company has cast a disabled actor to play the deformed, unfinished king for the first time. The choice has been hailed as a landmark moment. And there's a picture of Arthur Hughes, who plays Richard III in the Royal Shakespeare Company's new production. His casting sets the mold for how the industry can change, he said. And he's sitting there. He looks pretty normal, except his right arm. He's wearing a long sleeve shirt. And so his right arm is, you can tell there's something wrong with it and it, it, it's not the size of his left arm. It's like a different size. So Stratford upon Avon, England, a rockets party was underway in one of the Royal Shakespeare Company's rehearsal rooms this month as the cast of Richard III ran through the place opening, dancing in a conga line while music blared and balloons bounced off the floor. Off to one side, the future Richard III sneered at the scene. Shakespeare depicted the king as a scheming hunchback who murdered his way to the British throne. And in this imagining of the role, he is personified by the 30-year-old actor Arthur Hughes. In role, Hughes stepped into the middle of the party, veering through the revelers to deliver the play's famed opening speech. Now is the winter of our discontent, he began. As the speech continues, Richard lists 
the insults he has faced. He is curtailed of this fair proportion. He is cheated of feature. He is deformed, unfinished. As Hughes declaimed each barb, he angrily squeezed the white balloon. Eventually, the pressure became too much. The balloon popped. The moment of tension was made even more powerful by Hughes's own appearance. He has radial dysplasia, meaning he was born with a shorter right arm, his wrist bending into the body, and his hand missing a thumb. The first casting by the Royal Shakespeare Company of a disabled actor to play Richard III has been hailed as an advance in British theater. The play opened in Stratford-upon-Avon on Thursday and runs through October 8th. And there is a picture of him on stage as Richard III and he has the, a, a regular left hand in it, and he's wearing a kind of leather covering jacket that's not on his right arm, but it is on his, his shrunken left arm that's like they described pointing into his body and with four fingers and a small hand. So it's a disabled actor playing a disabled role. Something kind of interesting. Something that it hasn't happened before in Royal Shakespeare Company. So a major moment in British theater. Arthur Hughes. Notable. The most real Richard III there's ever been. By Alex Marshall, published June 24th. A lot more to the article than that. I just read the beginning, so check it out. It's a disabled person playing a disabled role, being in control of their own representation. So shout outs to Arthur Hughes. I was leaving the liquor store, uh, the, the liquor store by my house that I went there when I first moved in uh, uh, over a year ago, and I told them, I'm your best customer. Starting now, I'm your best customer. I'm not going to be here. I'm not saying I'm going to buy the most or the most often, but I'm the best customer, trust me. So I went in there yesterday. They're closing. They're closing tomorrow. Like they're exiting the lease and they won't be on at that premises. So I went in there, popped my head in yesterday to bemoan it a little bit. And um, it sounds like they're looking at some spaces near here. Their, their other store is in the Castro Valley Marketplace and I do go there. I'm pretty regular, so it's kind of okay, but... I wanted to be like, this liquor store was like the corner store for me, and it was kind of a good liquor store, so I, I, I bemoaned the loss of it, and I told them that, and they said, we're looking at some alternatives close by.
and they were packing up their their fixtures you know all the inventory was gone i asked them i was like do you guys have any booze in here and they were like nope so cordial bottle shop was what it was called and it, that's what it's called in the castro valley marketplace so shout outs to them they were i was their best customer and so I, I turned around and left as I was leaving the liquor store. There was this dude walking by wearing an American flag bandana and he had a, a gray goatee and he looked at me and he asked me, he had sunglasses on. He asked me, do you need help? And I was like, I said I was okay and I thanked him. But it made me feel weird and I went back to the car and it made me kind of question if I should go out alone because random strangers feel like that maybe I I need help. Maybe I seem that way. Things are not easy for me, but can't I go out alone or do I need help? I got to figure that out. I wonder... About that Richard the Third guy, if what's his name Arthur Hughes, I wonder if people ask him if he needs help. Probably if he's got to carry a bunch of stuff, he probably needs help. Me too. But did they ask him when he's just like leaving the liquor store with a smile on his face? It made me question. It made me question. Like, should I be? Going around, am I too disabled to be alone? You remember how they were like last time I was at Walmart? They're like, you're here by yourself. Anyhow, I had a different experience at Walmart. I'll tell you about that. I went there by myself and nobody nobody remarked upon it. I went to Walmart. It was tie-dye day at, at the kids' camp. And... They're going to camp right up the block from here. It's the best commute ever. We're so close to it. We can walk there. I can take my wheelchair directly. Like if I wanted to right now to go get them, I could. All in my wheelchair. That close. So it was tie-dye day at camp. They needed white t-shirts. Nami was like, we can have them dye their socks. I was like, no way. We need white tees. So they have those at Walmart. And I tried to do something I've never done. Because you remember Walmart was crazy, right? Why did I go to Walmart again? I went to Walmart because I had the option. First of all, because they had white tees at Walmart. They had a five pack of five pack of wall of white tees was like eleven dollars at Walmart. So I was like, okay, I'm getting each of the kids get a five pack. We're going to Walmart, and I'm going to order pickup. That's something I have never done at all during this whole thing. Because who's ever done that? I never did that before. I don't know about you, but. I just have a thing I do. It works. I repeat it. So I never had ordered pickup. But I was like going in Walmart. Remember last time? It's 120,000 square feet. I was like, I don't need that. Walmart is too big. So I ordered pickup online on my computer. 
And then I jumped in the car. And before I got in the car, I got my trekking pole and my 40th birthday cowboy hat. I was like, gotta have a hat. And so I got my biggest hat. Oh boy. When I got to Walmart, it was kind of confusing. I got in the parking lot. I drove around the whole parking lot three times. And Walmart parking lot is big. And I drove around it three times trying to find where the pickup spot was. And I couldn't find it. And I remembered when I ordered on the computer, it was like, let us know when you're coming using the app. And, you know, we've been over that. I don't want to download the app. So I didn't download the app. I was just like, whatever, I'll go and park in the space. They'll see me. And it had these instructions about staying in my car and opening the rear door and or popping the trunk. and But I couldn't find the spot. So I drove, of course, I didn't download the app. I didn't notify anyone I was coming. And I drove around three times. I couldn't find the spot. And so I, I like, got to the handicapped area. So I was like, what do I do? Am I giving up? What, you know, no, I'm not giving up. But there's no pickup spot. So how am I doing this? How does this is supposed to work? You know, and I'm like, here I am again in this broken system. Walmart on Davis Street is a broken broken system. But I like it there, so I'm going to go back. I don't know why, but I'm going to. And I like it. I don't, I just feel comfortable. They have greeters. Something about greeters So, I couldn't find it, but I wasn't going to give up. I drove around the parking lot three times. I couldn't find it, so I went inside Walmart. I went in, I got my stick, put my cowboy hat on, and I went inside Walmart. And, you know, they got the greeter. So, the first, the lady is there, the greeter, and I was, I went inside, I'm like, okay, I ordered for pickup, but now I'm in here. What am I supposed to do? And you know what she told me? She was like, you can go walk over to the garden area to the back of the store where the pickup was. And I was like, again? They're telling me to walk across the store again. And if if you ask the Walmart greeter anything, they're like walk all the way around the store. But she could see when she was trying to get me to go to the back of the store. She could see just from my face. I was not into that. I was not ready to go there again. I was uh, I was inside. I'm like, I ordered pickup. Why am I in here walking around? I'm supposed to be having that kind of thing where you park in the no touch pickup. Now I'm inside the store. And then she wants me to go to the other entrance again they always want me to go there I'm like I don't want to last time I walk all the way over there and all the way back and then I had to go over there again so it's like I don't want to do that Walmart back and forth thing but she could see that I wasn't into it 
and she told me that I could use the app to tell them I was there. And I'm like, I don't have the app. I don't know how to tell them. And I was like, what app? And she didn't know. She didn't know anything. She didn't know how to tell them. She didn't know what the app was called. And I didn't either. So we're just like laughing at each other. But I'm just like, God, they told me that on the website to use the app. And and they didn't say in the website what the app was called or what app. They were just like, use the app. Man, what what is this mythical Walmart app? Anyway, I bet I bet I bet there's an app for Walmart, but I don't want it. We didn't know what it was called. Me or the greeter, we had, we didn't know what the Walmart app. We just nope. So then she came up with the idea. So we were laughing. I didn't want it. We laughed. She liked that. I liked her. She said I could park my car near the garden area which is like the front of the store but on the other side of the store so i was like cool cool and i was turning around so quick to get out of there i moved kind of unsteady and the greeter reached out to steady me she and i used my trekking pole and i got my grip and i went back to my car which was just right outside the door so I went went to my car with my trekking pole and I got to my car and there was this woman walking towards me and she just straight out, she was like, I admire you. You're out here. You're doing your thing. I was like, cool. I was like, yes, I am. You betcha. I don't know if I said you betcha, but it was something like that. So I drove my car to the garden area and parked on the curb in front of the other door to Walmart. And there was a black van, a black van, like security van with the lights on, flashing lights mounted on top of it and no one's in it so there was like a scary security van flashing lights so i just parked right next to it i guess i was was like that other greeter told me and i was thinking about it that was cool that lady said i admire you it was weird right because i was like that lady must be crazy but then i also it made me think about my my therapist told me one time he had gone to Europe to go film, make a film of the Special Olympics. And he talked to me about how disability touches all people, regardless of social class or race. All people are touched by disability So I was like, I wonder if that lady saw me walking with my cane and my cowboy hat and just was like right on. And I was kind of like right on. So it was kind of cool. So I, I was in the garden area next to the truck. The lights are flashing. It's empty. And there was a sign like, uh, what did they call them? 
an easel sign and it said call this phone number and they referenced what the store number was and that someone would come and bring you the stuff you had ordered because you're just there to pick it up no touch park in the pickup space except there wasn't one and I was on the curb next to this security car so I called the number and it rang and rang and rang nobody answered big surprise so I'm like great Walmart I should have known so I'm in there, the car, it's it's um, Bluetooth hooked into my stereo, so it's just like ring, ring. It's probably, you can hear it for 20 feet. So it's just ringing. Nobody answered. There were people kind of coming in and out of the entrance with blue vests on. And they were kind of walking around my car going, into the parking lot and back. And so this one guy came by while my car was ringing, ring, ring. And I told this guy, I said, hey man, I called that number and no one answered. And he's like, yeah, no one is answering because I'm the only one working. And he had like a, uh, a dolly with like some tubs on it with Walmart stuff. And he said he would help me out. And he went into the parking lot, dropped off all the stuff, and went back inside. A few minutes after that, he came out with the t-shirts. I got them. You know, tie-dye day is happening. It happened. It was pretty funny. I don't know why I keep going to the Davis Street Walmart. I have a thing for it, I guess. It seems like pretty broken there, but it's cool to be admired. It was nice to be admired. And disability touches all people. And I am out there doing my thing. So that was cool, I thought. I I thought that lady was on to something. I admire you. You're out here and you're doing your thing. Yes, I am. It was nice to be admired. So my wife sent me this thing. She was like, I didn't know this existed. And it's kind of pretty wild. It's called Rehabilitation Robot Gloves. Finger gloves for stroke and hemiplegia patients. Straightening brace guard protector. Patients with hand dysfunction. It's an Amazon product. Or it's on Amazon. It's like an orange glove that has the robotically controls each finger. Self, self-rehabilitation training. That sounds kind of finger dividing training can do whatever you want and the effect is better. So this definitely sounds pretty sketchy. Like they hyphenated the word want, W-A-N dash T. So they put the break between the N and the T in want. 
something. It's just a little, it's an Amazon knockoff product. But yeah, it, it looks like some idea of bending your fingers being controlled by an app or something. I'm not sure if this is real or what. I'm going to have to look into this more. But my wife sent it to me and was like, I didn't know they had this. And I didn't know either. Rehabilitation robot gloves. I guess don't knock it till you tried it. You can knock the use of hyphens in the product packaging. That's like stuff people send you. People send you things. My wife sent me that. It's going to be my wife's birthday coming up this weekend. And so, you know, I've got to get everything together. And probably my mom is going to call me and be like, did you get her anything? And I'll be like, no. My mom is gullible. I like to fulfill mom's bad expectations. So June 23rd. 2022 by Ted Luz in the New York Times. Loving art to the moon and back. Jeff Koons, having more than made his mark on earth, is now looking beyond. He is launching his latest ambitious project with the help of NASA and Elon Musk. You know I had to talk about it. We'll get into Elon Musk in a second. He, he, we wrap up. We do Elon Musk on the wrap up. So the article is saying that Jeff Koons has like two trajectories. One is making art on the planet Earth. He's making art on the planet Earth. And then the second points out of this world, quite literally, to the moon itself where a lunar lander transported by a rocket made by SpaceX, the company founded by Elon Musk, will place a case of Mr. Coons's small sculptures, making them the first authorized artworks on the moon. The launch is tentatively scheduled for late fall, a spokesman said. Jeff Koons made some tiny sculptures and Elon Musk is putting them in a rocket and sending them to the moon. Transported by SpaceX, a case of Koons' small sculptures, and then here I quote, making them the first authorized artworks on the moon. End quote. Are there unauthorized artworks on the moon? And who authorized Jeff Koons' artwork? I mean, it's just trash on the moon, right? When the rocket goes back to Earth, it's trash on the moon. Like, there's literally going to be no one on the entire planet who knows anything about it. The first authorized artworks. Maybe Elon Musk authorized them. Last time I was talking about Elon Musk and how he he has two families worth of kids, two large families worth of kids. No, no, you know, not trying to knock a lot of, through humanity, we have big families, but Elon Musk has eight kids and he he was like, I love, he loves humanity so much. And it made me realize that for like his 80th birthday, 
it'll be like such an obnoxious, humble brag kind of thing, you know. Humanity is now living well into its eighth decade. By the way, I'm turning 80 on Tuesday. He'll tweet that. He'll tweet that. Once we get to Elon Musk, the whole thing is wrapping up, all right? So thanks for tuning in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Past episodes are available where podcasts are available. Chiggy, check it. Thank you for tuning in to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Check it next time.